go out to LA. Somebody need to do a song for LA. Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward, huh? Jacuzzi sensations. Jacuzzi sensations. I don't even know if I said that right. But anyhow, I wanted to talk about today the uh, the jacuzzi me and my wife go to. So we got a jacuzzi in our complex. And uh, we got, it's two of them. Uh, but we always go to the main one next to the main pool or whatever, right? Um, it's fun. It's fun. But we usually go under the influence. Like, you know, we drink some wine. Um, you know, of course, me with the edibles or whatever. So I'll be like double lifted or out of there or whatever. But anytime we go to the jacuzzi, it's, it's like a, it's like an office. It's also, and what I mean by office, meaning like yeah, everybody go to the office to get work done. So it's like an office. It's like an office meeting slash therapeutic slash relaxation time. You know what I mean? Um, and it's just dope. It's just a dope situation. Like, um, I think it's that space that not just married couple, but just, I mean, just couples in general. Especially if you have kids, though. I will say that. Not just marry. If you got kids, you're in a relationship, y'all got kids and stuff like that, you need time away from the kids. So that's our time away from the kids by not not going too far away from the kids. Um, you know, we bring, we sneak our wine over there because there's no alcoholic beverage. If there's no alcoholic beverages, then there's definitely no, uh, there's no THC. <laughs> That should be in the area as well. So we got alcohol, we got edibles, and we usually start drinking uh, before we even get there. Uh, but of course, everybody takes their, you know, their little uh, bottles and and hide their beer and wine and hard alcohol at the jacuzzi, right? And so the last two times we bumped into this white cat that stays there that used to be, uh, or he is a coach. He's a sports uh, sports coach, uh, uh, obviously a sports coach for I forgot which I think it's is it soccer, something. He's a he's a coach for something I forgot. Anyhow, cool dude, Raiders fan, et cetera, et cetera. But this was the second time we had, and you know we often get the jacuzzi by ourselves a lot. You know sometimes we're there and some people there, sometimes just some kids in there, uh, but. You know, it's a lot of times where we're in there and it's just me and her. Now, we go to the other pool, it's like, because the complex is real huge. So there's like a different crowd that goes to the other jacuzzi. Whereas this jacuzzi, it seems like it gets maybe the same people. I mean, we do see different people from time to time, but it, I feel like the left side of the complex goes to that one and the right side of the complex goes to the other one, which is understandable. It's just that this one is considered more popular because it's right next to the huge pool that we have. Um, 
So yeah, again, we sit up there and we talk about everything under the sun. I'm talking about everything. It's like no holds barred under there. And it's not more, we're not talking at each other. We're talking with each other. We're, we're finding the common ground and understanding new shit. Like, I don't know what it is. The combination of jacuzzi and red wine is the best thing. Not even just red wine. I think I just picked the red wine because I like sweet red wines and the red wine that we did have, it was, it got her, God damn it. She was gone. And my wife can drink some wine. She's, matter, as a matter of fact, she's the reason why I drink wine to this day. Prior to her, I never, I'm not going to say that I didn't have wine, but I had no interest in wine at all before I met her. I probably had a few glasses of it and i couldn't even tell you where where and when with who or what the whatever the case may be i could it could have been at a wedding or something like some shit like that i was never into wine like that before i got with my wife she got me hooked on this moscato and this and these sweet red wines and that shit is it's taking over my alcohol uh interest i don't like that i don't like light liquor dark liquor none of that patron tequila None of that shit. I don't care. Vodka, none of it. I don't really care for it. Uh, but, you know, uh, wine, I could sit up there and I could sip a whole goddamn bottle. I, is there, there's a, there's a, a favorite wine I have, but I don't, I don't know how to pronounce the name. So I'm not about to embarrass myself. All I know is that shit after about three or four glasses of it, it just, it just tastes like, it tastes like grapes. It literally started tasting like grape juice. <laughs> that shit is phenomenal. Anyhow, though, um, this last visit to the jacuzzi, um, it wasn't different than the other ones. It's just I've started, I've, I'm starting to realize the pattern that we have with the jacuzzi. It's almost like, um, it's like we're venting together. In a positive way, positive feedback. We even throw some things out there that we don't like, but it's not more, you know, when you have a typical argument or differences inside the household, it can spark a, you know, a, a mood swing attitude and shit like that because it could be taken out of context. It could be taken the wrong way, um, et cetera, et cetera. But when you, and everybody knows that alcohol influences you to tell the truth, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know what it is about. It just make it, they call it courage liquor or courage juice or whatever you want to call it. And it just, it just comes out. I've expressed a lot of shit to my wife, a lot of shit to my wife inside that jacuzzi off wine. Now y'all can sit up there and say it's because of the alcohol, but I ain't gonna lie to you. There probably has been a few times where we didn't have, I, you know what? I don't know. I got to ask my wife. I should have had my wife on this episode. But I need to know if we've ever been to the jacuzzi without alcohol. That's crazy. I need to, I need to see. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that we have some of the most, some of the dopest combo. Like we went live. And that's the thing. Everything we do is authentic. We don't do, we don't do shit for other people. I mean, I'll put it to you like this. We do shit for people to see. We just don't care if y'all see it or not. Like, we're not fishing for attention. We just do it. So we went live randomly, um, and it had to be around 8 or 9 o'clock at night. I know because it, it shuts down at 10. 10? Is it 10? or No, it shuts down at 10. I always thought it was 11. We need to, uh, 
I need to holler at them about that too to push it back to 11. Um, but no, 10 o'clock is when it shuts down to where the last two times, um, the security had to come by and say, yo, yo, it's time for you niggas to get up and get out of here in a nice way though. Um, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know if we, uh, I don't know if we, I'm not sure if, if we've ever been to the jacuzzi without wine. Anyhow, we went live, we had fun. You know, we goofy like that. Um, and just to do it, just to do it. My wife, she doesn't really like, she don't really like the camera scene. Like, she'll show her little sexy ass off, you know, here and there. But for the most part, she's not as outgoing as I am. I'm very outgoing. I love to have fun. I, I also have a new uh, outlook on life as I get older. So I'm like, the fun shit that I want to say and do, I'm going to either work on doing it or I'm just going to do it because literally we only have one life. Um, and the reason why this is now become an episode is because I wanted to share with you guys how dope my wife is in the jacuzzi. So I told her lately, I've been having this fascination with fashion, uh, but time periods, you know what I'm saying? Like eras, generations, decades of different type of fashions and shit like that, right? So I was born in the 80s. I was born in 1982. <clears throat> so I have a I had a solid I had a solid um eight years of how dope the 80s was. I grew up watching a gang of shit. I still to this day believe that the 80s had the best time period of movies. Because they had to be creative. Now, uh, <laughs> the technology wasn't there back then. But back then, that shit was dope to us. And even going back, they have a lot of classics. A lot of classics. But the one thing that stood out in the 80s, and I'm going to touch on the 70s too, is the fashion. So everybody know what they was wearing. Like to me, I think the whole vibe back in the 70s was the dopest. Like the way they was talking, the way they was living, the way they was partying. I feel like the 70s and the 90s can compete with that. Because in the 90s, it was dope as well. For a kid, the 90s was dope. For the 70s, I think it was dope all across the board. To me, growing up in the like growing up in the 90s was dope as a kid because that to me, that was the last generation of when kids went outside and just played and shit like that. Even though in LA it was we had to deal with gangs, drive-bys and shit like that. Everybody had to deal with a certain type of negative culture in their culture in their city. In our city, it was the gangs and shit like that, right? In the 70s, you know, like it wasn't until like the late 70s where they started to form gangs. And even then, the gangs wasn't considered a negative type thing. So it was a lot of positive, a lot of party. I mean, look, this is how you niggas got here or this is how your older brothers and sisters got here. Because it was a lot of dope moves, man. Like a lot of sex going on, too. And it was some bad women in the 70s, bro. Like it was some bad women. So... And the way they dress, that's questionable. You know what I'm saying? Because they, 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 bell bottoms, I'm not into. You know, the 60s and the 70s, bell bottoms, nah. The shirts, I could dig. Don't get me wrong. I know I was on Twitter today um, laughing at one of the, you know, the shirts. That, but I, I like that shit. Like, 
at 36, soon to be 37, I turn 37 next month, I'm going to start running from shit that I really like. You know what I'm saying? I was watching Snowfall, running it back, because it is some shows out there that I could I could be watching, but I still like to watch Snowfall and, like, just random episodes. And I'm watching one of the episodes, and I'm looking at these niggas' clothes, and I'm like, yo, this shit is... Yo, this shit is dope. You know what I'm saying? Niggas walking around with Adidas shirts on, with the old Adidas uh, logo. You know what I'm saying? But it's just all basic shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas had on shell toes or Cortez. Like, that's me. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I grew up in the 80s. A lot of niggas that was born in the 90s, they wouldn't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Because it did change, like, that fast. The baggy era came in real fucking quick. <laughs> That shit came in quick because niggas was wearing baggy clothes in the early 90s. You remember Crisscross was wearing baggy backwards shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, niggas was wearing baggy shit. The Carl Canais and uh, Cross Color, you know, that shit. Um, but in the 80s, it wasn't a lot of baggy shit. I mean, you probably had some big ass coats. You know what I'm saying? Back in the 80s, you know, the big ass Avericks coats and the Gucci coats and, and shit like that. But that was the dope dealers. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong. Some of the outfits that I'm looking at, some of the dope dealers wore too. But it was also some standard shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the polo shirts. The polo shirts with the Levi jeans and some Cortez. I don't care, my nigga. To me, that's fly. Now, that could be a that could be an era and an L.A. culture thing. You know what I'm saying? And uh, as far as the Cortez, I don't know if niggas was wearing Cortezes in the South. I don't know if they was wearing Cortezes in the East. You know what I'm saying? I know we was. I know we was wearing Cortez, Chucks, Reebok Classics, and K-Swiss. That's what niggas was wearing back in the 80s. And in the 90s, too. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that, to me, now I could be wrong, and it could be just my personal experience, but the Cortez died off. Like in the early nineties, in the early nineties, the, the 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 Nike Cortez started to die off a lot, and then and them motherfuckers used to be like twenty five dollars, like twenty twenty five bucks. Now them just you can't find no fucking Nike Cortez under sixty dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like they the resale on the Kendrick Lamar's, them motherfuckers is like five hundred dollars. They special limited. I don't know if they limited edition, but. They are customized to where, God damn, to me to sit up there and see that the average price for some Nike Cortez is like $80, $90 on Nike, uh, on the Nike, uh, website. That's crazy. That's crazy. 90, 80, $90. You should be able to get four pair of Cortez. You can't even get the basic black and white ones for under you know, $60, but that's what it is. They know how powerful the retro game is. And I feel like we're going to go through a phase where the retro shit is about to be brought back out. That's what I feel like. I feel like the retro shit is going to, uh, is going to take off. I'm not sure if it's going to stick, but I feel like even in this era, I feel like people are starting to drift off into do, doing their own thing. And I know a lot of artists have done it, but you know, they started doing some weird shit. But I think fashion is about to be so open. Niggas is about to just, you know, I'm, I'm 36 years old. I grew up in the basketball shorts era, the basketball shorts and hoodies. And because of our weather, 
Niggas wear, yo, the funny thing is they could be hot and niggas still wear a hoodie. They could be cold and then like that's our jacket because it doesn't get cold like over there in the East Coast, but it gets cold enough to where we got to wear a hoodie. We're not getting Chicago wind. We're not getting New York snow. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We're not even getting the Seattle rain. It's just niggas wear hoodies out here. We wear hoodies. We wear basketball shorts. We wear graphic tees. It used to be white tees. You know what I'm saying? That was a phenomenon for a while um, in high school all the way up until probably the college years. The white, the whole white, crisp white tee kind of like died off to the point where niggas needed a pro club. That's what we used to do. We used to go to the uh, to the Swami, get a six, seven dollar pro club, pro, uh, pro club. Um, but yeah, talking to my wife in the jacuzzi just to bring it back. I know I went off. Uh, just to bring it back, we just started talking about all kind of shit, all kind of shit. And like I said, the one thing that sparked it off was I was like, you know what? I want to wear some of these 80s shit. You know what I'm saying? I want to wear the polos with the uh, Levi's and the Cortez or the Chucks. And she was like, do you? And I was surprised because I'm like, my wife has a say so. And in some cases, she might have the final say so, because, again, sometimes we be tripping and we don't be thinking straight. But I think she'd be feeling it because my wife has a hippie vibe, too. You know what I'm saying? My wife is a low-key hippie, if y'all don't know. Um, and I feel like she's going to get to that that part in her life where she just wants to dress how she wants to dress. And for a while, we've been influenced to dress all kind of ways. Niggas went through the pink phase. Niggas went through the baggy stage. Niggas went through the skinny jeans phase. Like, not everybody. I didn't I didn't touch the skinny jeans. But now we're starting to wear clothes that fit. Like, niggas is really getting ta- tailored out here. And they're wearing their regular size jeans, not 42s in the waist. You know what I'm saying? And not leggings or whatever. But we're out here wearing what we want to wear and wearing it the right way. Um, that's not the only thing that we talked about, but that was just the main thing that I took away from the jacuzzi is that, uh, when we get inside that hot water, that hot boiling water, and we're off a couple of glasses and I'm off a a few candies, we just really break down everything. We really, and I, you know, for some people, alcohol and, well, alcohol is, is more towards pushing out the truth. Edibles is more so to be creative and shit just start coming in your head and things like that. So I'm getting a combination of both. Um, but we just in that water having a truthful combo about any and everything from our kids to our personal life, our sex life, our work life, uh, our, the, the clothes we wear, the thoughts that we think and all kind of shit. We talking about everything within depending on when we get there. Nine times out of 10, we're going to get there around eight o'clock. So we got a solid two, like a hour and a half to two hours. Like I said, the last two times we've been, we've been kicked out. So that means we've been there until 10 o'clock or a little bit after. But you know, if we leave like around 9.30, 9.40, sometimes we'll leave to get there about 7.30 at the earliest. But like I said, normally it's between eight and 10. For that two hours, we talk about everything under the sun. So my advice is we don't have all the answers. I'm not the type of person I like to put out a show to give out advice because I think we're all equal. 
I don't think anybody is better than the other person. I think people can share their experience that might lead into some advice. And that's what I'm doing. I don't know everything. And I am not no relationship. I'm not no sports expert when it comes to any of the shit that I talk about. Only thing I can talk about is my personal experiences, how it affects my emotions. And if this can help you, all right, cool. I'm telling you what works for me or what works for us. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't. I want to include my wife, but at the same time, she probably has some other thoughts and things like that. But what works for us, what works for me is that goddamn jacuzzi, some red wine, sweet red wine, and an edible or two. And we go in there, we get we get in that water. There's no there's no feelings in well there there is feelings involved, but we're not in we're not going in there to hurt feelings. We're not going in there in there to yell or to say you were wrong for doing this. We're going in there to say, this is what happened. This is what I like. This is what I love. This is what I don't like. Whatever the topic is, and we just let loose. And we come out with a better understanding of each other. Um, yeah, overall, this shit is dope. This shit is dope. The amount of, the amount of content that is spread out through those two hours is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. I wouldn't say it's podcast-worthy, but there is a lot of content that you could take from the different uh, topics and create a show with. And that's what I'm doing. Like, to me, majority of the show should have been the close because that's what I took away from it the most, even though we had some other stuff that I'm not going to talk about because you got to read our book whenever we come out with a book. But there's a lot of detailed shit. And by the way, if y'all choose to come and hang with us, on some uh, uh, non-swinger shit, look, y'all can come and enjoy the jacuzzi with us. And we open up, you know, and now, look, don't think, we're not dumb enough. I ain't gonna even say dumb enough, but we're open. But we're not open enough to tell you everything about our marriage and our relationship and, and this, that, and the third. No, we share what we want to share because we're comfortable with doing it. So the shit that you see on Instagram, the shit that I might say on Twitter, most of it is fun, jokes, family, yada, 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 yada. We can get deep from time to time, but you'll never really know what's going on inside of Taylor's household unless we let you know. You know what I'm saying? We are, overall, we are an open family. We're fun. We're cool. We dope. But behind the scenes, we're still all that <laughs> with regular family uh, drama issues or whatever you want to call it. But... This is my advice. I encourage people to go to their relaxation place more. Not just, it doesn't have to be the jacuzzi. You niggas can go to a steam room. Uh, Y'all can go to the swimming pool. It could be paintball or, uh, no, no, I take that back. You have to go to a place where you're isolated and relaxing. Not saying that other people can't be around, but you know, like, this is your area where you go to to relax. Because we're not going to sit up there and talk about any and everything around certain people that we don't know. And even then, you being around other people might spark off a whole nother different combo. But I'm saying if you are, if, if you can go to a place where it's just you and your uh, mate, go there. 
and whatever influenced you to blurt out the truth, do it. If you need wine, if you need beer, if you need you need something that you can control, but it also enhances, if that makes sense. So me, I can control how much I drink. I can control how much I chew. <laughs> and just talk. And you got to be careful. You got to be careful because, you know, like I said, me and my wife have gotten to the point where we could talk about any and everything in a jacuzzi. Or whatever, and you might find out something about your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife that you didn't know. Just keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind. The jacuzzi was probably the best thing that happened. One of the best thing that happened in our marriage because we let it all out. We let it all out. To to me, I'm thinking, and I haven't even proposed this to her yet. We might have to make this a weekly thing. Like once a week thing. And the cool part about it, we only could do it on a weekend on one day. To tell you the truth. I mean, we could probably do it on, during a weekday, but that would be sacrificing. Um, well, we wouldn't normally be able to do it on a, on a Tuesday anyway, because I mean, it's a lot going on. School, work, et cetera, et cetera. Saturday, nine times out of ten, we can get it done. We can get it done. So, Yeah. Jacuzzi tales. Y'all better start tapping in. BTG. BTG for president. Red Sonics Network. I'll ask y'all later.